You, do you love reality TV? Have no one to talk about it with? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Tea Bar. Hello and welcome to the Tea Bar podcast, your friendly reality TV podcast from Australia. Now, what is our podcast about? Well, as the name suggests, we specialize in all things reality TV coming from the Bravo TV channel in America, which is basically all the Real Housewives franchises, as well as some niche favorites such as Vanderpump Rules, Summer House. So if you love reality TV and you want to get the deep intro into this, this is the podcast for you. Hi everyone. On this episode of the T-Bar podcast, I will be talking about the latest Summer House episode. We'll also be talking about the 13 um, year reunion uh, anniversary, sorry, of New York, uh, Real Housewives of New York and just discussing what that means to us personally. Uh, we're also talking about um, some news in the Bravo world, including Stassi's new parenting podcast. Um, also, uh, the pregnancy Vanderpump photos that have been released and um, just uh, some unfortunate news from Sob and Charm about Catherine Dennis, Thomas Ravenel, uh, custody battles. Uh, so without further ado, Claire, I'm going to play a little Would You Rather game um, just to see what your feels are about certain characters of Bravo Land. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Bring it on. So would you rather own yummy jeans? Is it yummy jeans or yummy underwear that Heather owns? Oh no, uh, it's underwear. I think they are jeans. They are jeans? Uh-oh. Maybe she's similar to Skinny Girl where she has like a whole range. Okay, so the yummy range or Skinny Girl, but with a caveat on Skinny Girl, you'd be as wound up as Bethany Frankel is. Oh, yummy tummy jeans. Because um, didn't didn't she have like Beyonce wearing them yeah. and some other hot celebs <laughs> yes that is true i mean i don't know if it's as successful as skinny girls as um you know everywhere as bethany markets it but yeah i think i would choose the same okay moving on would you rather own lisa vanderpump's mansion or patty's from southern charm mansion Oh, ooh, that's a good one, Anastasia. Mm. I like – okay, I really like Lisa Vanderpump's, but I definitely feel like I'd get bitten by mosquitoes yeah. because of the moat at the front. <laughs> However, there also seems to be a bit of stagnant water going on at Patricia oh. uh, Ultra's house. I think I'm going to say Lisa Vanderpump. Okay, that's fair enough. I guess the locations may be a bit – Better as well, because Beverly Hills. Yeah, I also think Patricia's is too close to Thomas Ravenel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. And he's been there. It just taints everything. Yeah, that is that is a good point. Okay, moving on. Have Wendy's degrees from Potomac or Karen's street smarts? <laughs> uh, what would I do with Wendy's degrees? Oh, so I think she, she eventually one of her ideas is maybe to be on – uh, the view. Yes. So that would that would be all right, mm. except you'd get targeted by various yeah. uh, rights people. Uh, or and Karen is pretty street smart, I guess. I think I'd stick with Wendy though. Um, 
She worked really hard for her degrees. That is true. She just um, boasts about them too much. <laughs> that is true. Um, okay, moving on to a Real Housewife of Salt Lake City ladies. Would you rather own a tequila company like Lisa or have um, the beauty uh, kind of company like Heather does? La Vida or Beauty Lab? I'm going to say Beauty Lab. I, um, I, I take an interest in all things, mm-hmm. I guess, Medispa, um, and I'm not sure how successful uh, La Vida is. Uh, given that she is what a, what does she call herself? A uh, second citizen. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, well, well, her mo- like being a Mormon. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a bit hazy in terms of that. I think she's quite successful though, because she does, I guess, um, provide the liquor for Sundance. Um, I don't know. I feel like. Well, oh, sorry. The other. The other thing is, is that Kendall Jenner has started a tequila line. Yeah, so that is so true. Everyone's just starting it. And it's uh, probably going to be watered down. or well, not the actual alcohol, but the idea. Yeah, that is true. That is true. I mean, my only thing is I think I'd rather have the tequila company because you get invited to all the cool parties. And um, I'm all about that. Uh, um, okay, moving on. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Would you rather be stuck in quarantine with Sheena or Lala? Uh, I, I I like Sheena. Oh, I think she's uh, probably a really nice girl. I just wouldn't want to hang around her. Right. So you pick Sheena. No, I think I pick Lala. Oh, okay, okay. Right. Interesting. I I think Lala would be too much for me, actually. I think I would stick with Sheena. Because Sheena would also be really nice to you. So I'm like, oh, great. Like, she wouldn't cross my boundaries. Okay. Well, last, sure, sure. All right. last but not least, and it's very topical because we'll be moving on to the subject next, would you rather organise a dinner for Lindsay Hubbard from Summer House or look after Kyle while he is drunk? Uh, how bad is Kyle when he gets drunk? Well, like, I, as bad as like every other person, or worse? I think from the show, he um he like just pees everywhere and just a bit of a maniac. But I guess he well, I don't want to be peed on. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. So I'll go organise for Lindsay. Yeah. I think you do a good job as well. Better than Stephen. Fish and chips. Uh, oh, I think he tried, he though. It's hard try. in the pandemic. He did try. Look, we'll, we'll get into That's the, a good follow. We'll follow that onto this, um, the latest episode of Summer House, which was, uh, I thought it was very good, but I also was conf- like the juxtaposition between the horrible news that Carl found out about his brother versus them planning Lindsay's dinner and also Amanda and Hannah arguing with each other. Really, like, um, I feel like my my emotional state really had to change from one bit to another. Like, what did you think? Yeah, I agree. So it went from seeing Carl on the balcony Mm. being consoled by various people and him truly struggling with one of the worst news he'd have to ever hear then to some shallow arguments about look I'm, I'm really not even sure what what Hannah and Amanda's mm. argument about is but I did read so there's um 
but you know the podcaster Kate Casey. Yeah. So she's she's a comedian as well, I think, and she's friends with um, Hannah Burner, mm-hmm. and she wrote on maybe Twitter that the argument was about PR opportunities being offered to one versus the other. Now oh. that screams to me so much like Hannah because Hannah last episode was like, "You're jealous. Yeah. You're jealous." <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, that's so petty. I do you know what? I I liked this episode just because it actually like probably the first time in a while that Bravo actually touched on actual things that happen in life which yeah actual issues exactly which is first like uh carl talking about his brother's addiction and the strain that it put in his relationship but also you know danielle sharing that her father suffered from addiction luke's father you know obviously suffers from addiction and then uh sierra 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 sorry um talking about how she's a nurse in ICU and she always so always like sees people losing their loved ones. I thought that was like quite refreshing. Mm, I agree. I uh, I'm really appreciating Kiara Ciara's uh, voice on this show. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, she's being a nurse. Like she's obviously so grounded uh, and has a good fresh pr- perspective. And to be able to share some insight, even though she's never, like, really been um, impacted to the same extent as Carl, but to mm. see and how much pain he's in because she's viewed in others. Yeah. I think, um, I guess our thoughts go out to Carl. And um, I was actually, I thought Paige got a really bad edit in this episode because the producers would, um, like, get snippets of her comments and they're all, like, very like shallow comments in comparison to the mood of Carl's news. And I wonder if they're like from other times and they've just done it to be like, oh, look at this vapid girl. Did you notice that? Mm. Um, not necessarily because I actually think Paige is coming off in a great light, mm-hmm. um, particularly. So there's this <laughs> Instagram account and I, I think it's great. It's called Oh No Bravo or something and every week they do a – they call it a very scientific poll. Uh, well, it's just a line graph uh, with everyone's name and then they show, like, how they feel about them. So, like, <sighs> it, you know, Luke, for instance, is always at the bottom. <laughs> Hannah's is just plummeted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Carl's is, like, is above the actual graph. So he's, like, he's elevated all the way up. Uh, and <laughs> who else? Oh, I think Kyle's maybe, like, zigzags oh, yeah, all yeah. over. Same as Lindsay's. But, yeah, I really like that. And their one recently I think has been Paige has been at the top and polls I've seen as well um, have put Paige in a positive light. And I think that's also important when I um, try to think about Hannah and Amanda's argument. So um, I think Hannah also wrote out that there are so many other things going on in the house, Um, like it's not just about that. But then I think our page is like, well, I'm actually on Amanda's side and I'm like, oh, there's obviously so much going on with Hannah. Yeah. Also, the fact that Hannah is now engaged oh, yes. and she's dating this guy at the same time as Summer House and, like, was she hyping up this mm. drama with Luke? Because she also wrote on there, when you know, you know, like you just know at first sight. But clearly you didn't know at first sight. Anyway, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I thought it was so... Um, 
obviously like her engagement photos were splashed all over Instagram and I actually made a comment on one of the pages saying like, you know, I'm really happy for Hannah. Like the guy looks like a, like an older James Marsden from, uh, you know, 27 dresses. Have you seen that movie? No, but I'm going to Google it now. <laughs> Google the guy. Um, so he looks like an older version of that actor and he's good looking. So I was like, good for Hannah. Like he looks like a good looking older gentleman. Um, but I'm also like, bravo, can you stop like treating us like we're stupid? Because like, obviously <laughs> the Luke versus Hannah line is a bit weird. And then someone commented like, oh, she clearly is just a good, like she's obviously not that good of an actress because she's crying. And I'm like, uh, it wasn't the point. I think the point is that like, I don't know if like, they're just trying to amp this story up. Like I'm sure she, she mm. had feelings, but maybe like she, she didn't want to get back together with Luke at that time. But the producers were like, yes. Oh, like do that. And then, um, yes, tell him how you feel. If yeah. he led you on, just tell yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. So I think that that was my point. Um, yeah, it's a bit like, oh, whatever. It seems like they've gone over it, though. It seems like Hannah and Luke aren't, like, that storyline is dead. And he bought um, Sierra a really sad, small-looking bunch of flowers. <laughs> I know. I don't know if I'm being, like, a bit of a snob, but I was like, oh, come on, Luke, you could have. Bought a bigger bouquet. That's like a child size bouquet. <laughs> I think it would have been cuter if you actually went for a run and picked her a whole bunch of flowers. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. And I just don't see him as the type of guy that would like buy bouquets. So picking a bunch of flowers from the ground seems more his mo, um, which is still cute. Yeah, it's still cute. Uh, yeah, um, that's true. But then I guess the other thing that we saw in this episode is Lindsay's reaction towards Stephen's one-week planning of the anniversary dinner. What are you, so what are your thoughts on his planning? Uh, so, look, it, it looked a little bit basic. <laughs> uh, I, he could have put in a little bit more effort, but I do see his point. Like, he, he still planned her something. He thought mm. it would be really special. Yeah. He would probably like that. Yeah. Um, and he's, he probably is really strapped with time. Like we've seen yeah. him. However, like you have so many months, you clearly know, you must know what Lindsay wants. He could have elevated it to the next level by, you know, having a private, yes. um, you know, just like a really intimate little band or yes. like a, a singer there. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, it's all about context, isn't it? Like, I think I would be pretty like chuffed with that <laughs> I don't know like I love fish and chips so <laughs> great I'm writing this down now <laughs> um so I think like I'd be I'd, I'd be pretty happy with it but you know he knows Lindsay like she does have high expectations I feel like given that perhaps save your save sell save yourself the heartache and just you know try a little bit harder even even the flowers even the flowers I was like come on Stephen why is it why are all the men in this house buying like these little bouquets like surely there's a florist somewhere in the Hamptons that buys like really outrageous roses yeah, I agree. Something like that she would have been happy exactly. with. Exactly. She really wants the extra. Exactly. She's the type of girl you got to cater to that 
Like, I think it just shows maybe he doesn't know her that well. Mm. But but she was a little bit dramatic. Like, I was like, okay, Lindsay, like, I don't know if you need to break up over that. But obviously there's other issues there. So coming out of this episode, who who do you really like? Oh, oh like, the obvious answer is Carl. Um, but I guess, you know, it's hard not to like someone that has gone through such a traumatic event. Um, in terms of the other people, um, uh, Sierra, I like her. Um, and none of the people that are fighting at the moment because I just seems exhausting. Find that annoying. Yeah. Mm. Um, and maybe Danielle. She seems to be pretty low-key. I'm like, I'm enjoying her energy. What about you? Yeah. I I I second that. I appreciated her sharing mm. her um her experience with mental illness and similar with Luke. I feel like if we knew a little bit more about Luke, yeah. it, it might help enlighten us because at the moment he just comes up as this strange Minnesota dude yes. who likes a ran- random things and maybe is trying to put on a bit of an act here. And yeah. There. Yeah. Too big of a wall around him, I think. Yep. But yeah, so that was Summer House. Um, the other thing on the news is 13 year anniversary for Real Housewives of New York. I mean, it's a show that's really <laughs> shaped me as a woman. <laughs> Um, but I wanted to ask you, so I know we've asked this question a lot of times in terms of overall, who's your favorite housewife, but of New York, all time favorite housewife. I think I know the answer, but I want to hear it from you. So I think I, she, cause she's gaining momentum through, throughout all of my views of Real Housewives. So I think it's Countess Luann. Yes. Um, just nothing can knock her down. Also, she's this impenetrable wall at times where, <laughs> say, with the cabaret, nothing gets through to her. It's all about her in that moment and she is a big ball of energy that mm. I think we would love to go out with yes. at times. Oh, yes. And my one of my favourite Countess the Wan moments is her falling in the bush. <laughs> it's just sad that it proceeds with yes. the following season when she, you know, gets locked up and things. But, yeah, Countess Luanne for me. How about you? Yeah, I um, I do like Countess Luanne. I actually um, listened to her interview with Hannah Burner on her podcast. And that was quite interesting. I think Countess Luanne, you know, she's, like, so cool. Like, and she's the only person that doesn't get shaken by Bethany, but instead shakes up Bethany in a way. I don't know if you noticed this, Mm. but, um, my favorite is I'm a true, like, I can't go away from my true fan favorite. And that is Sonia Morgan. I know she's messy. I know she's all over the place, but the thing that I like about Sonia is she has, most of the time, such a good attitude towards the other women. Like, okay, she said some questionable things here and there, but I feel like her heart's always in a good place in the fact that she's never trying to bring anyone down. Um, and I just like her, like, happy-go-lucky attitude. I think she'd be fun to hang out with. But, yeah, she's a little bit messy. But I think, yeah, she's just my favourite. And my favourite um, moment of uh housewives of new york mm. i mean look scary island is up there but i really enjoyed the winery 
where all the ladies go to um, – it's the recent one with – I think Tinsley's still in it. I think it's the latest season. Oh. We're in the – Where uh, Sonia puts corn, smuggles corn in her bag. <laughs> yes. That. <laughs> and also when she, like, tries to flirt with the um, wine server – at the at the thing and some of her quotes they're really oh god i'm not even gonna quote them on here but it's just my favorite moment um and then i guess the last thing about the real housewives of new york um franchise is any lessons learnt from this from this franchise that you've taken away into your life doesn't have to be anything but uh, you mean aside from throwing legs on the dinner table, telling your uh, friend if it's about Tom, not about Tom, <laughs> with your product in the background. Um, yeah, I think one thing I'm always so curious about is the Carol and Bethany friendship because mm-hmm. I, I really like them together and I think that makes me, uh, yeah, think about why they were friends. Mm. And, um, it is suspicious. Why they separated. Yeah. Yeah. That is true actually. I think um I really want to know and it probably has been re- revealed but um look why Sonia and Morgan and her husband divorced and what the arrangement is with her daughter and her husband because I think mm. he has quite a lot of children. Yeah. So by why they divorced you mean cuz he he most likely uh, was a cheater right. and maybe they had an open rela- relationship and you were just saying what was the straw that broke Well, yeah, I mean, it's a double standard that, like, he found out that she was cheating too much as well and he was like, no, nah, this is embarrassing for me. Um, yeah, that seems to be the, the feel of it. Like, a lot of people talk about how Sonia was, like, out in France gallivanting with some Frenchman while her husband was like sick or something. And that's what broke the camel's back, but no one knows for sure. Um, Hmm. yeah. Um, so I guess in other news in the Bravo land, uh, we've got a lot of band upon pregnancy photo shoots being released and look, uh, you know, I love, you know, all the ladies look beautiful. Nothing like there's nothing wrong I could say about those photo shoots. Um, but I would like to know your opinion, Claire, of do you have a favorite Vanderpump pregnancy photo shoot? Uh, yeah, so these are all glowing, wonderful, showing our bodies. It's very good. Uh, my favorite, I think, would have to be Stasi's because it's just simple and to the point. Mm-hmm. Second to that, um, oh, it's a tough one. I did see a nice photo of Brittany. Yeah. Uh, yeah, where she was in this like pearl dress. And I think it was because of the pearl dress that I liked. Mm-hmm. Lala's was. Um, <laughs> it suited her personality, was, uh, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I think I like. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Mm-hmm. That, that. It was all right. Um, yeah, look, Sheena's was definitely Sheena-esque. Yes. Um, 
I would, but what was funny about Lala, I think I wrote this to you, was apparently that shoot where she was nude was inspired by Bridgerton. I'd love for, for anyone to tell me this, this creative <laughs> inspiration and the links. Uh, I'm struggling to find it. <laughs> Who were yours? Um, I do love that. I mean, sh- to me, like, Lala looks great. Like, I have to say, she looks amazing. The fact that she's confident enough to go pretty much completely nude on a pregnancy photo shoot with, um, I think Heather McDonald commented on that shoot saying, like, you have such a great pregnancy arms, like, because her arms are still very quite toned. So I'm like, totally. She looks great. Um, but it is my favourite, mostly because um, I'm a bit of a prude in terms of getting naked. At any point, including when you're pregnant, um, I think I, I similar to you, like Stacy and Brittany. I like the because Brittany had a pearl one and she had um, in a like a black um, off the shoulder dress, which I really liked. So I really enjoyed both mm. of those looks. I think they look very like classy and understated, and they both look great. Um, yeah, so those are my favourites. Um, but, yeah, the Bridgerton, I don't know, I guess the shawl, the the lace shawl was kind of Bridgerton-ish. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. I, I, I feel definitely Bridgerton when I put on my shawl too. I mean, oh, God, you know, good for her. She looks great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, see, now the puppies leave. It's very funny. <laughs> You take one inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, I guess the other thing so, uh, leading on from that is, so Stasi has got a new parenting podcast, um, The Good, The Bad, The Baby, which I guess is a homage to Bo's name on Instagram, which is The Good, The Bad, The – what is it, The Bo? I don't know. The ba- yeah, yeah, yeah. The book, the yeah, bogey, bogey, bo- bogey. Oh. I don't know. Um, so I, I'm wondering because this is a very, it's very interesting because obviously Stasi's podcast got cancelled given all this um, scandal of her and Kristen, um, you know, not saying the best things about um, their other castmate. Um, when faith, faith, yes. Um, during the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, which fair enough, you got to call people out on that. And I think, um, hopefully, she learnt a lesson and reflected. Um, but now it seems like I guess she has gotten another podcast deal. Um, would do you think it's going to capture as many viewers as her original podcast? Uh, so it's on Patreon for $9 US a month, and I think they're guaranteed three episodes. Okay. Um, I don't have a Patreon. I don't, Neither. I don't think I'll ever be subscribing. Um, but if an episode were to come out, that I, I would listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm all for people – um sharing their experiences and um yeah. especially when they've they've learnt from their mistakes yeah. and yeah and passing on these so other people learn from history. Mm. Uh yeah, but I I won't be paying <laughs> <laughs> No, 
no, neither. Four, three episodes a month. I suppose, you know, it's kind of obviously for us, we don't really need that advice just yet. <laughs> um, so definitely not going to be paying for that. Um, I'd be interesting on their take. I don't know. Cause I know like Jax was also talking about a podcast and I'm like, I'm not going to take advice from Jax like ever, even if I am completely clueless and I have like five kids and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's never going to happen. Jax will never have good advice for me. <laughs> I just don't think that. I don't think his podcast would ever be about advice. I think his would be about um, his experience. sharing, yes, his experiences and also sort of being a little bit snarky. Like, yeah. Like he would do that. Yeah, that is true actually. I, oh, I just... <laughs> And I could also see him maybe um, starting off with the kernel of truth and then, like, suddenly it just... <laughs> right, yeah. Suddenly, you know, he jumped on a whale, <laughs> wrestled it to the ground. <laughs> I feel like... Then Brittany came. <laughs> I feel like maybe him and Jordan should have a podcast and that would be just, like, what kind of stories can we make up about our week? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that would be I great. I would, I would actually... Listen to that podcast, and then maybe at the end, callers can see like which one was a lie and which one was the truth. Um, I'd appreciate that. But yeah, those are all the news on my. Oh no, actually, sorry, I forgot one. And I know you've got something about Hannah Burner as well in your back pocket. Oh no, I think. Oh, I you have. It. Okay, but yes, yeah, we reflect on Southern Charm. Yes, so. You've just been watching yes. the reunion, right, of the recent season. How did you feel about Catherine in that reunion? Uh, so I haven't got to the part where she yells at Lever, um, which I think I'm getting to it. Um, uh, at the moment <laughs> I've just watched a bizarre scene where Craig just unleashes a Madison <laughs> with, like, Two minutes in, I think, into part one, he's just like, you're a trash bag, you, you know, uh, slept with an ex-MLB player, and I'm like, whoa, Craig, like, oh, my God. Um, that was intense. Uh, I know. <laughs> he was jacked up that, that reunion. And he, <laughs> he was lit. And I think the thing that upset me the most is his hair was horrible. Like, I feel like he hadn't had a haircut in weeks. Like, Craig, if you're going to yell at someone, at least have your hair done properly. Um, but, yeah, about uh, Catherine. So from my knowledge, she the the last episode of the season was actually so weird because they flash back six months later and it's like Catherine looking at a pregnancy test and then straight after they're like no I wasn't pregnant I'm like what, what was the point of that and, it, and she's super skinny now so yeah can't be misinterpreted <laughs> yeah okay um yeah really weird but I guess yeah at the moment her and Thomas are having a lot of issues in terms of she's actually lost custody of her children from what I've heard, um, which is really sad, um, especially given who she's lost custody to, which is Thomas. Mm -hmm. uh, God. Is there, what I've heard is, yeah, apparently he's hired private investigators to follow Catherine. Um She's also been tested uh, again 
Oh, no, she wasn't tested, but I think they brought something up that they think she's, um, you know, using again. Uh, she's obviously denying it, and I'm hoping that that is true because, yeah, I just feel bad for the kids. Like, it's really, really sad. Mm. I agree, and I think just building on that, it uh, it becomes more apparent that, you know, you don't think the parents are trying to build the other one up mm. or give support to the other person. It's sort of, I mean, hiring a private investigator. Mm. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you, you're you going searching for things. And I get the, the that you want to be protecting your children, but uh, Thomas Ravenel certainly doesn't have the best track record to be, um, yeah, that I can say that he truly has great... Um, uh, yeah, thoughts and um, behaviour. The only thing I have to add is I really hope this is not money-driven, as in Thomas is doing this purely because he doesn't want to pay child support if he gets full custody, um, because that is really, like, really pathetic. I know. He has so much money already. And um, they said on the reunion that Thomas is, is trying to um, take the kids and move you know, move away somewhere else in South Carolina. So definitely a couple of hours away. Uh, yeah. So I think he's definitely been trying to build this case. Yeah. Well, just shows. Yeah, what... just um, come on, Catherine. I hope you're you're strong. Yeah. God, we went over this man. Please, please. Um, I guess the other thing about Southern Charm, my final, not my final thoughts because I still have – uh, reunion and a half to go, but uh, you know who was a winner for me? <laughs> um, this it was it was Mr. Pringle. I, I really enjoyed. Oh gosh! <laughs> I know, I know. Look, only looking at face value, what has shown because I haven't looked into him. Um, so I need to do that before I go into. But I don't know, like him crying over like not having his kids around, like really touched my soul. I was like. Oh, so sweet. All right. I never thought you would identify <laughs> with that piece of the union. Um, how did you feel about Craig being like, I don't get why you moved here? Oh, yeah, that's like, that's not your business, Craig. Um, Craig. Craig's really lost a lot of points for me this season. See, I didn't mind him asking the question because it's a fair question. Why did he move here? We all know why he moved here. It's to be on the – it would be to be on the show and get that salary. So that's why when we were talking previously about him being a trader, I'm like, mm. oh, so you think? I get you. You can boost your income, but yeah, I don't think he's earning that much. Right. Okay. Interesting. I mean, look, could be it. Um, I just, I don't know. Out of him and Austin, like, who do you like more? Oh, it's not Austin. Yeah, no, Austin. But however, like I've told you, I feel like. Pringle's probably someone to <laughs> urinate <laughs> other than inside his house and he'd probably smell like his own urine too and I'm just not a fan of that. Well, I'm not a fan of that either, but I just don't get that vibe right <laughs> <laughs> But look, fair enough. Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Madison came off really nasty, especially in the last couple of season finales. Where she 
Oh, no. I don't even understand where she like gets off yelling at Danny and Catherine, which is like, just go up there and be a strong woman. I'm like, what are you talking about? Madison? Oh, I know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Madison could really, she could really uh, have some viewers on her side. Yeah. Particularly with the whole boy thing. Cause she, she does stand up. Yeah, to totally. Good on her. But then she turns around and is so malicious to Danny, like just says hurtful things. I know. That it's just like, you're, you're just as bad. Yeah. I still can't get over what she did the season prior. I was like, you should never air that kind of dirty laundry on TV like that mm-hmm. is just really horrible and I feel bad for Danny because Danny like seems very stressed all the time and I'm like I don't think we should add to that stress so true she really does and I when this whole A-Rod Madison scandal came out I um I really liked that Danny <laughs> was like oh yeah oh yeah that is A-Rod I I, I saw her they're FaceTiming call. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. Well, look, that's what happens if you call someone else out, they're going to call you out. Not that, honestly, if A-Rod was calling me out, I don't think I'd be ashamed for hiding that. <laughs> that's a pretty big coup considering yeah. he's married to Jennifer Lopez, the like the most famous engaged. woman in the world. Or oh, engaged. So not married. Are they not married? Yeah, I- no, no, they're just engaged. I think it's been a really long engagement. Um, yeah, J-Lo is a babe. Uh, so do you think they have an open relationship? Surely she knows that he's a cheater because he's been a serial cheater for decades. I mean, they, they must. You would you would hope he'd be discreet, though, if they do because you're like, oh, don't. Like, you can imagine the conversation. She's like, really? Like, you message the Southern Charm girl? Like, come on, can't you just find, like, a girl – you know, that's just signed up to a modelling agency that you just pay off. Yeah. Why would you go DMing Instagram girls who most likely want exactly uh, more clout? Exactly. It's like the worst thing. Go get someone offline. Surely there's people out there. Um, mm. But. Is he that looking? Do you think, well, would you date him? A-Rod, no. Mm. No, I don't. I don't find him that attractive. Um, even for the clout, I don't know. If I could be bothered. Honestly, I don't like. It's nice. I only see would only be flattered because I'm like, if you find me in the same level as Jennifer, like if I'm in the same playing field as Jennifer Lopez, which I I know I'm not, but you know, just to be share kind of the same air as Jennifer Lopez, you're like, oh, this is. Pretty amazing. Only for J-Lo, only because J-Lo's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I get you. (laughs) Um, What about you? Do you you think he's a hottie? No, I've just Googled him and (laughs) him and his Bayful cap is really not doing it for me. Maybe if I click on some black tie event ones. Uh, He's all right. I don't know. I want to see what he looks younger because he – how old is he? How old is he? A-Rod. Age. And I'm not a huge, like, uh, sports star gal. Mm. I just clicked on an article that said Kylie Jenner claps back at what Alex 
Rodriguez and her really talked about the Met Gala. So I think maybe there was some sort of insinuation that she was a bit vapid. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> oh, I like him more now. Okay, okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right. He's changed. I mean, look, it's all about personality at the end. Oh, when he was younger, he was cute. I think now that he's older, yeah, I guess not really into um, the older men. But, yeah, when he was young, maybe he was really cute. So maybe. Mm, Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) Um, any last thoughts before we sign off? No, none from me. Oh, he was cute when yeah. he was younger. Yeah, I know, right? Wow, all right. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. Um. <laughs> Let's leave on that note. That's all I have to say, everyone. Go Google it. Hey, Young. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you're welcome. Um, okay, everyone. So please, as always, remember to leave us a five-star review on Apple. If you want to leave us a lower one, I mean... I guess, if you really want to shut down a small business. Um, But otherwise, follow us on TikTok, follow us on Instagram, and we also have a Facebook page, but there's not much on there. But follow that as well. All right, everyone. Bye.